0: This is The Blockade Podcast, with your hosts, Chris and
1: Jared. You are listening to The Blockade Pinball Podcast. I am your host, Chris Freeless, aka Shut Your Trap. Joining me as always, halfway around the world, Jared Morgan. Hello! Howdy, howdy, howdy. Fine Sunday slash Saturday for you.
0: Yes. <laughs> you future liver, you. Oh yes, the uh, future is bright here. There's nothing bad happening yet, so yet, yes. So let's
1: keep going with the goodness. It's only a matter of time. Um, mm. <laughs> so I don't know about you and what you watched on Netflix, but word came down last week that Netflix is canceling Iron Fist, which is their you know their their Marvel shows, which are Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Punisher. Iron Fist and uh, Luke Cage. Right, and that's quite a lot. It's quite a lot. And the first season of Iron Fist was laughable. Right. For, a sh- for for something that was supposed to be about this guy that's amazing martial artist, it featured the worst martial arts of all of their series. <laughs> um, right. Okay. So that was, and it was corny as hell. Just yeah. ridiculously corny. Um, the second season of it just came out Uh, I think three weeks ago or so. Mm -hmm. And I finally got around to watching it because I really didn't want to, but I was like, all right, whatever, I'll watch it. And it was much improved, which isn't saying much from where (laughs) they were starting, (laughs) but it was better. And so when the news came down that it got canceled, I just kind of went, Heh, all mm-hmm. right, whatever. Good riddance. You know, yeah. it's, it, it wasn't that great to begin with. Well, then news just came down, and what everybody was thinking was, "Oh, okay. Well, that's okay because uh, Iron Fist will just get morphed into with Luke Cage because I guess there's a comic series called Heroes for Hire, and the two of them are always paired up together and right. battles. And then there's two characters from uh, the female characters from both, respectively, Luke Cage and from. Uh, from Luke Cage, it's this character named Misty Knight, and then from uh, Iron Fist, it's uh, Colleen uh, Wang or no Colleen Wing, and those two pair up to become uh, I can't Nightwing or something like that. I can't remember what the thing is, but anyway, they pair up also. So everybody figured, oh okay, well Iron Fist is canceled; they'll just morph those people over into the other show, except for Luke Cage, just got canceled. <laughs> so there's nothing third season which again I found the second season of that to be a complete waste of time so So there's a reason why
0: they're cancelling all these shows because they're actually rubbish the
1: marching reason is because of the Fox Disney merger and uh, oh no excuse me not the Fox Disney merger it's the Disney coming up with their own streaming service oh right so here Netflix has these particular Marvel shows and Disney is maybe going, you know what? We can be hardball. Yeah, we don't like your renegotiations. We're going to pass, you know. And I guess... It was scientific on you. (laughs) With with Luke Cage, they had already submitted a full breakdown of the season, the upcoming season, what the storylines would be. They'd already had back and forth with Marvel about those uh, taking care of the notes that were given back to them and incorporated them in. And even still, they went, "Mm, mm, no, we're done. (laughs) So... It's okay. it's kind of it's kind of funny. It's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, welcome to being an actual network, Netflix. Where sometimes, yeah, but I think Netflix also was just kind of like, yeah, we don't care, because they've been canceling shows suddenly. They went from never canceling a show to suddenly canceling lots of shows. Mm, um, yeah, I
0: heard news. We've got news down here that Orange is the New Black is mm-hmm, final season. final season. Yeah, so yep. I mean that's seven seasons. though. I mean I know what happened with Dexter over seven seasons, they really should have canceled it at five. So I don't know if Orange is the New Black is the same here, but um, yeah,
1: yeah, same story, but not interesting. If you did a five seasons of a show Mm. and you were, had never seen any of them though. Right. And then you go Mm. across them on Netflix. I mean, each season is only 10 episodes long. It's not too daunting. Like you feel Mm. like I'll sit down and I'll watch this. If you know that you have, Eighty episodes to watch of an hour-long show. Ooh, that becomes a whole nother ball of wax. Where you're like, do I really want to commit? This much, That's a lot of time, a lot to watch. Yeah. So, in this new paradigm of TV and and viewing habits, I think um, I think we'll be seeing a lot more short series. Short but really concentrated and good. See, exactly. I prefer that. Like, I,
0: I don't have Netflix at all. Yeah. Um, Because I know that if I had it, I just wouldn't watch it um, because I don't have the time to watch. I just have the regular TV on and I'm doing other things while I'm watching it. So I don't like to watch TV like that. So I wouldn't watch it. Um, But yeah, for me, if it was, if you had to say, well, look, you know, you can do a three series show. It's it's like, yeah, sign me up for that because that's easy. That's easy to fit
1: in. You know, I didn't think that I would watch Netflix nearly as much as I do watch Netflix. Now mm. it's one of those, it, again, it's daunting when you first get it and you're like, Oh my God, there's like all this all stuff. Things. Where do I yeah. even start? Yeah. And the thing is, is that once you start, you kind of go, Oh no, I'm kind of interested in getting this a shot. And so then you give something else a shot. And next thing, you know, you have this whole new palette of things that you want to watch. And instead you stop watching regular TV. which is what I've done. I don't watch any network TV now. Yeah, see, I wouldn't have
0: a problem not watching regular TV because, like, I'm sure it's probably the same over there, but free-to-air is just junk reality TV, and that is it.
1: No, we've got plenty of scripted, but the scripted is what I dub short attention span theater. It's, oh, God, we got to make quick edits and throw everything at the audience before they dare to hit the remote and switch channels. Right, and panic, panic. Um, no, it's just, it, it doesn't have, it doesn't let you just melt into it and into watch. It. And then worse than that is the fact that, and I don't know if they do this in Australia, but here they do what we call lower third advertising. So it takes up the lower third of your TV screen and it'll be a live act. Like people like film the video, it, things happening down there, mm-hmm. uh, typically advertising, Another show on that same network that's coming up, or you know, airing on Tuesdays, or whatever, and it yep. is so distracting.
0: Oh, it is, yeah, it's terrible. We, yeah, we sometimes have, yeah, we all have the lower third, but we have little watermarks, of course, in all the uh, the yeah, channels, and sometimes they'll have like a watermark, and then there'll be like a celebratory watermark, and then there'll be some avatorial watermark. So it's like this big creeping thing <laughs> right. across the bottom of the lower third. And then they'll have that interrupting thing, the big interruption, like live action promotional in-show in, in show banner. And it's just like, okay, look, there's a, you have enough chances to promote this in the
1: ad breaks. You don't need to do it in the lower third, in the middle of a show. See, maybe this is why when I'm playing Zen, all the pop-ups don't bother me at all. <laughs> hey, we're, we're conditioned to
0: enjoy. We're, we're conditioned to be aware of it and know that it's actually our eyes are trained yeah. to understand it. Yeah, maybe. Hey, wow. <laughs> the networks surely train us. Yeah.
1: Uh, um. All right. Enough of that kind of uh, stuff. People are doing pinball. Pinball, apparently. Um, we love where yeah. should we start?
0: Uh, so what do we got on the dance card today? We've got two things. We've got updates to your um, pin sim. Yes. And then we've got
1: some talk about customer experience in games, right? Why don't we start with the pin sim then? Because that's yeah. uh, the, the, a shorter instance. And so I posted the one article about uh, the beginning of doing this project. I am have been getting parts in over the past couple of weeks uh, after I did my big order. In the meantime, uh, my buddy has done 3D render of what this thing looks like, and we've made some decision choices and everything, so I'll be making a post about it soon so everybody can kind of see where it's going to go and stuff. But some of the decision-making that has taken place, rather than using the actual Bally door that I have that weighs a ton, even with Big parts of it stripped away. Uh, decided we're going to 3D print one. And it's going to be oh, yeah. more of a. It actually looks a lot like a Data East style uh, coin door. Yeah. Uh, but my buddy has a 3D printer and he kind of thought it would be an interesting project. And uh, it'll weigh next to nothing. We won't have to cut a hole into the front of the cabinet. and you'll just stick it just on. Stick it on. Yeah. Mm. So he's going to do that. The difficulty is that because his three D printer isn't large enough to handle that wide of a of an object, he's going to have to uh, quarter it and then join oh, yeah. the quarters together. And then because those coin doors always had a texture on them, yeah, I'm just going to get the same stuff that I'm going to texture coat my legs in. We're just yep. going to spray on the front of that, and that'll lying. hide. Yeah, and that'll hide all the seams, the seam and, and it'll be fine. Yeah, and then it'll what he cool. was. What he was pointing out was, he goes, yeah, and if anybody else will, decides that they want a coin door like this, he goes, then we'll have to think of other uh, options. Um, hmm. One option would be him buying a bigger 3D printer, which he's like, I'm always looking for excuses to upgrade my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and you would be his enabler, basically, right? And option two, uh, and this would be if you were going to mass produce a bunch of these. So, like, we're talking fifty Get an injection 50 mold. of them, do injection mold, which he does. Yeah. Um, so that was that was one thing. Um, we came up with the paint scheme, which I think is pretty awesome. It looks good. Is it going to be like? Just uh
0: deco printed on,
1: a like transfer mm, What we're going to do, so for our audio listeners, um, I chose Whirlwind Blue as the base coat. Um, oh, nice. That's my favorite machine. And then everything else is going to be white and black, uh, basically put the white racing stripe up the front. And then on the side of the cabinet, we're going to have the Blockade logo in uh, white with a black outline, basically. Mm. That we're going to have to get printed up in vinyl. Okay. And uh, so that'll get put on that way. Nice. Um, but again, I'm, I'm leaning towards, you know, once I get this assembled, I'll find out if it's something that I actually want to make more of for people that want to buy them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sorry, folks, you're going to be stuck with that uh, paint scheme and our logo slapped on the side. <laughs> That's right. That's branding, baby. You want <laughs> paint it. over it if you don't like it. <laughs> Think of it as merchandise. Exactly. Exactly. instead of a t-shirt. What other
0: podcast show on the internet actually has controllers? (laughs) (laughs) I think we're the first.
1: You know, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. So, um, but some of the things that I've shown the render recovery with a couple of people, and I had one person say, oh, but you only got a four-button layout. Why don't you do the six-button layout? And I'm thinking, well, A, I'm not planning on playing any six-button games myself, but B, that's not what the pin SIM card is designed for. It's designed for pinball. And now if we're doing six button, I guess you could wire it so that it works appropriately. And then he goes, oh, wait, it's wide enough. Why don't you have two joysticks two. and two six button configurations? And I'm like, okay, now we're going nuts. A, I'm personally, I'm never going to have two people over to play a fighting game. B, I don't play fighting games on my PC. Exactly. Um no. <laughs> so and three, now we're really into a new... Uh, PCB card to control this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, well, since you need two pin SIM controllers. Exactly. Uh, to to do it. Yeah. But now you're not even, why would you even, you wouldn't bother with the pin SIM controller? You would just do your own Arduino board and mm. uh, do it that way, which my friend was like, why don't we just do this on Arduino? Why did you buy the pin SIM board? I'm like, because not like I didn't mention this entire thing the entire time because he's like, I know how to code those. I'm like, oh my God. So <laughs> that's the other thing. So. <laughs> I started doing a price breakdown of all this, Mm -hmm. of what all the parts cost. And it's not how much I've paid because some of you have donated things and others I've bought used. And, you know, I've kind of scrounged around. But this would be, if you went out, went on to pinballlife.com, went on to Amazon, purchased all this stuff for yourself, how much would it cost? It's pricey. (laughs) I'll put it this way. It'd be about 500 bucks. Um. Parts alone is currently arranging 350 plus, thereabouts. Mm-hmm. But now there's another guy on our forum that is building his the exact same as, as me. And I kind of was like, hey, how much How much is this running? Does this seem to be about fine? And he goes, yeah, except for I didn't have a table saw, so I had to buy one of those. And oh, uh, I yeah. if I want 3D print, I'm going to have to buy one of that. And I was like, oh, yeah, see, my friend has...
0: All yeah, you your time sharing all this stuff in your friend, but if you had to buy all this stuff out, right? Oh, it would re- be like ridiculous. Bucks. Yeah. Be like bucks.
1: And and his and like table saw nothing, he's using a CNC machine I so yeah, would cut is, all this. Yeah. So he was kind of commenting he goes, "Obviously you're my friend, so I'm doing this all for you for free." But just the render uh cuz he does this for a living. Um all right. Does Web or design consulting stuff like that, and okay. he goes just just doing the 3D render and getting it all prepared for CNC. He goes, I charge five hundred bucks for that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it takes a lot of time to do. He goes, even if I didn't charge for that, the mere fact of you using my CNC machine, you know, me running it and using the 3D printer, he goes, that's going to cost money too. You know, per mm-hmm. per unit, so. It's one of those things where I'm going to have to really look at the cost and see... Because some items, you buy bulk, it goes down in price. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. Buttons, some of the stuff... You know. Yeah, like more like my joystick that I bought came with eight... No, excuse me, ten buttons total. Eight of them are the arcade-style. Two of them are the little small, uh, smaller buttons. I'm only needing four of the arcade-style buttons. Yeah. So right there, now I have an extra four. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of like all the little... Like, if I buy a wire spool, because I'm going to need to wire this, well, I can buy it on Amazon, six spools of 100 feet per spool, you know, in different color. Mm-hmm. Well, how much am I literally going to be using just for my project? You know, Low. maybe max 20 feet, yeah. uh, you know, of each color, if even that. So, again, now you have all this leftover. But if you were building it just for yourself that one time, hey, it doesn't matter. You got to pay the cost no matter what. So, exactly. there's where it's one of those things where, I'm thinking that it'll be the the cost can come down for parts but still have to charge for labor and stuff. So I don't know how what the uh what the end price will be if I decide to go forward with this, but we'll see. Um oh, I did have somebody else ask me they go they go I liked it, but it's too tall. What about just sitting it on the desktop so chopping it way way narrower. I'm just like again, that's not what this is being done for necessarily. I mean, it's and possible, but so what they
0: would like to do is rest it on top of a table instead of resting on top of the legs,
1: right? Or holding it, or putting it on their lap and playing with it. See, on their I've
0: legs. I've tried that before, and you—it's really hard to explain this in the in the thing. But you got to like contort your hands like this to flip. Right. It just doesn't <laughs> work if yeah. you're sitting down. So even on your lap, it still doesn't feel right, and you wouldn't be able to tilt it. It's not really the ideal form, factor. for No,
1: it. no, no. Um, I mean, the one concession I'm almost thinking of making on on this. Would be drill a second set of holes for the legs up much higher, mm-hmm. uh, so ma- two yeah, so then you can have two heights. So technically, you could have it. I mean, you'd have to crack the thing open and readjust everything and yeah. know, all that. But it's an option. Um, I don't I'm True. Sure. Yeah, but we'll, let's see how the first
0: one goes first. And let's I was say
1: A lot depends on in what it feels like to get in my hands and go. Okay, now that I've now that I'm playing with it and touching it, here's the adjustments that I would make.
0: Yeah, because you can absolutely assume that you're going to be making tweaks to it after yeah. you produce yeah. like
1: it. No doubt you will. But then I was joking around with, uh, I'm like, you know what I want to do? I want to stamp number into the side of it. Like on a real pinball machine, they always had the serial number stamped oh, yeah. into the wood, right? So I was like, I want to stamp this. You know, Just do triple digits. And so, you know, I would have 001. But then I thought, oh, you know you'd want the 007 cabinet. I mean, yeah. just, that's just cool. And then I went, oh, instead of painting it blue and white, paint it gold and black. And then instead of where the Blockade logo is, put the James Bond uh, gun barrel with Bond in yep. the silhouette in the middle. Oh, and was like, my brain started going nuts. <laughs> it's super limited edition version. Super limited game. edition. Yeah, you know, when I get to number 24, well, it's like, oh, it's going to have to be painted Laker colors and uh, have Kobe's name on it. Um, <laughs> you <laughs> know? <laughs> Well, let's just, let, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Right? Let's, let's just uh, see if the thing works first. Exactly. Let's see if it works. See how it plays. See what fun we have with it. We're so. actually talking about um,
0: like running circuit boards because you know how the sim board is actually done through one of those Chinese manufacturers. Yeah. Um, and apparently I was talking to a guy who's like actually rebuilds arcade machines where I work. And he was saying it's, it costs, you know, you can get a single board made now for $2 in China. All you need to do is you trace over it with this program. You trace out your tracks and they will do one-off boards for 2 or 3 bucks now. It, it's great. Tray-
1: yeah, I got the notification from who I bought this from uh and they do a mass stamping not of all the same board either. It's it's a site where yes, you can indeed design your own door, your board and then submit it. But they were like, oh, we're currently uh, building our order for a single stamping of this two-layer or three-layer board. I forget how many layers the board is. they go, currently we have 137 other boards that we're going to be cutting at the same time. (laughs) And it's just like, like, wow, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's interesting. So It is crazy.
0: And it's apparently, you know, you could, if you think about this, like as far as restoring old boards... You could just go and depopulate a pinball board, and if you wanted an original board with all the original pins and everything, like if you were that, you know, some collectors are very, very particular about the boards they're running in the machines. You could actually go and do that. You can just yeah. go and scan the board in one for one, draw the tracks back on it again, and these guys would print you off twenty, and yeah. off you go. You could, actually which I imagine
1: is what because you can re- buy replacement boards that aren't official manufacturer or new old stock. Yeah. Um, and they're typically 100, 120 bucks for these boards. So I imagine mm-hmm. that's exactly what somebody did. They took the time, mapped it all out, designed it and submitted it. And yes, you could do it yourself, but how many hours are you willing to sit there and do it for? All right. So that's that's all we have about the microcab. Like I said, I'll be put making a, uh, a post pretty soon. Uh, Lay out all my parts and all that jazz. Mm. Um, let's talk about, though, the customer experience in our favorite digital pinball uh, platforms going on.
0: Now, let's first explain what customer experience is for people who don't
1: know what customer experience is. <laughs> it's your enjoyment of the actual product. Um, and also, as a paying customer, what can be expected from said product necessarily. Uh, you know, it's what the product asks you to do after you've actually paid. Um, a, are you happy with the experience that they're they're offering you? Is there any chance that's going to uh, change? Are you having buyer's remorse? Are you going, you know what, I thought I enjoyed this and now I realize that I don't. Um, and then it also comes down to the, you know, what are the add-ons that are within a game? You know, are you having to pay even more money to get further it's it's your favorite word smurf berries um Bleh! exactly uh yeah. so if if you've never heard us talk about smurf berries before uh this is a jared term <laughs> yeah
0: let me explain what Smurfberries berries is yes Smurfberries berries is um in-app purchases that go beyond what is really acceptable in a game so this is like uh, there was a game. The reason why this term Smurfberries came around—it actually wasn't my term. It was some another term that uh, uh, someone came up with. And it's like a, there was a game called the Smurfs, and uh, it was—it had layers of in-app purchasing. So Smurfberries uh, uh, were one currency in this game, but you also had two different—I think it was two different types of currency that flowed back into Smurfberries. So it's a classic case of you might have. You know, you might be able to earn um, coins in the game, but you need gems to actually go a long way in the game, and you have to buy the gems. Whereas you can you can basically grind the coins, and you can buy grind the coins to buy a gem. And you might need ten gems to do something basic in a game, and you know it. And it tends
1: to be a mobile only approach. tends to be. that It has filtered into other games, but it's that whole idea of, hey, you can download and play this game for free. Yeah. With the intention that they want to get you hooked. And then next thing you know, it's you're making a $10 purchase here, a $5 purchase here, and there's no end to the purchases. It's not like you can pay $60 like you would on a console. Right. It's always going to have paywalls. Mm. I ran into that. I was playing a mobile game called Fusion's Trial or Fusion Trials um or trials fusion i can't remember anyway it's one of those you're on a dirt bike kind of game and they put obstacles in front of you and it's all about uh trial riding, trying to it's get like past infinite you. runner style game right i don't know what infinite runner is it's one where you're constantly moving you don't control the acceleration no 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 no, you... no 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 this is you have complete control of acceleration you okay. can do flips tricks you know any manner of things but you have a course that you have to run okay. and uh Trials is something that actually takes place in the real sporting world with you know custom yes. motorcycles and stuff. That's what it is. And so it's boulder climbing and and you know hopping and rock hopping and stuff like that. Yeah, right. Well, you start with a certain class of bike, and then as you progress, you can then buy a better bike, and then of course you can purchase upgrades to all your parts on your bike. Mm-hmm. And when you first start playing it, boy, the, the currency is just flowing. And it's you like, can just, oh yeah, you can oh, upgrade this is it. easy. I can upgrade like crazy. But then it started getting into very specific parts that you needed, and you never were quite getting those in the in the free uh, mm-hmm. collection. You'd get maybe a, a handful, but you needed two dozen of them, you know, kind of thing. And I was content to be like, okay, hey, I'm going to ride out the energy bar, and I'm going to do my you know allotment per day, and wait for it to get and and stuff like that. And it. F- was going started getting to a crawl mm-hmm. <laughs> for earning this stuff and then i finally hit the absolute wall where i was like i cannot progress any farther without having an upgraded bike and the problem is is that there is no more trails or courses for me to run to earn any of this stuff on anymore so I'm, you you are at the basically the wall i'm at the wall and you at I the paywall and if I want to go further, I have got to put money into it. And I was like, nope, nope. not going to do it. Delete the app. And I'd been yep. playing it for a couple of months. <laughs> it was he like, was... it's gone. <laughs> yeah.
0: So a lot of people at that point would go, oh, no, look, I'll just buy one upgrade pack. It'll be fine. Like it's only yeah. $5. It'll be fine. And yeah. then they go, yeah oh, yes, excellent. <laughs> and they have you hooked. Because once you, know, you buy, you... it's much easier. To, the psychology behind it is once you've made your first purchase and they've got that first purchase out of you, yeah. um, in the Smurfberry model, it is much easier to get you to unlock your wallet again. Yeah. Um, and that's how it is. Like, It's just that first purchase is the hardest. But after that, everyone else, they've done studies, and it is, it is much easier to get money out of you after you've done that first purchase.
1: So what did I do instead? I purchased the... Not it, it, This was a variation. I forget what the actual name of this was. It was Trials something, but it was set in kind of a, a Western-themed desert territory or whatever. Right. But if you go on to Steam, <laughs> there's quite a few Trials games. And so I bought uh, one of the Trials games there for less than, I think it was maybe five bucks during a Steam sale or whatever, yeah. and played the crap out of that. And, <laughs> and it was probably Heats better. It was heaps better, looks a lot better, and uh, I never had to worry about paying for upgrades anymore. It Smurf um, Smurfberries for you. Nope, it was just purely about, hey, if you beat the time, then congratulations, you'll you'll move forward. So, good. why are we bringing this up? Because Jared is not aware of this, and most of us are not aware of this, because we do not have VR, yeah. and within the Stern Pinball Arcade VR experience, Farsight finally introduced their Smurfberries that they have been Planning, Throwing. they they, they wanted to throw token system at us back when they changed the UI. Uh, yeah, from the old from the old UI into the current UI, and those was outright. Yes, we all said know. nope, and it never even went to beta. We never even saw any iteration of it whatsoever. There was just mention of tokens, and we freaked. And they held back. Yeah. So all of a sudden, we hear about spa. Spa—that's what my natural inclination to call it—is spa. Um, yeah. A stern pinball arcade and VR with the addition of having this oh this token system and they and what did Mike tell us? He said oh and you'll have the ability to you know to buy the tables with your in-game currency. So you no money out of your pocket. You can go ahead yeah, and do yeah, this. They always say no money. Yeah. So. My friend who I went over to his house to experience the VR. He was all excited about this. And he was like, hey, you know what? I'm willing to support the app. I'm willing to pay. Um, he goes, I'm not that good of a player. I don't want to deal with trying to to grind love, tokens uh, and stuff like that. So then he sends me a message. <laughs> so in the game, you can buy, uh, we're talking about... ACDC, Mustang, Star Trek, and Ghostbusters. In terms of machines that have, you have your premium model, and then you have your LE editions, Mm -hmm. right? All the other games that are the other tables that are in there, there are no. Yes, just there are no LEs. It was just always. Yeah, there was only one version of. All the the figures were just like basically LEs. Because there was no Ellie at the time, they had basically Ellie's. They had well. It's teams. the difference between pro and premium. Ellie is obviously different. Is the exact same rules and the exact same layouts as it premium. It just has different paint scheme. Yeah, uh, you know, different different back box, different uh, trim, but it plays the same as opposed to the pro model, which has been mishacked. Yeah. Mm. So back in the days of Ripley's, there was only one edition. That was it. Yeah. There was nothing else. Um, so this is this is Stern's way of... Smur- <laughs> this is Stern's Smurf Berries. Um,
0: <laughs> in, a, in a way, In, yes. in real life.
1: Um, which, if you've heard the prices on the Beatles table, that they're going to be coming out? I haven't. Oh, holy crikey. I, I'm just going <laughs> to tell you this, this right now. They are just pillaging from what collectors, because they know that they got Beatles collectors out there. Yeah. Now there's been a couple of different prices, but the first one that I heard from This Week in Pinball, base model table, 15 grand. Oh. Fifteen grand. You want the premium version? 25 20? grand. Oh. 25 you want the Uber 000. Deluxe, you know, LE version? 50 grand. <laughs> <laughs> what is oh yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Fine. <laughs> Obviously, That's, that Beatles license is
1: expensive. <laughs> it ain't that expensive. I can guarantee that is purely, hey, we're going to fleece the very people that we know would be interested in this. Mm. We have no concern whatsoever for the person that is just a regular pinball collector. So, um, this is
0: being produced by Kapow. Now, Capow is the same company that was responsible for Batman 66, if that right. puts it in perspective for you. So, the super duper LE um, yeah. that was available for Batman 66, we had to send your video in to actually get yeah. considered yeah, for yeah, it. qualify for it. Mm-hmm. Same company. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's uh, not surprising that they're going, oh, well, wow, $50,000 for a um, for a pinball machine. Yeah.
1: Now I've heard think a different a price sales. model that said it was 10 grand, uh, I want to say 10 grand, 18 grand, and then 25 grand or that something. Sounds like that sounds <laughs> better. Yeah, better.
0: Jeez, <laughs> half price. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> it's a sale. <laughs> yeah,
1: no way. Okay. Okay, the so, thing is, it's a,
0: it's not even
1: it's a single level play field. It's, yeah, it, it's, it's a it's a reskin of Sea Witch. It's is it? Yes, that's what they said. It's a reskin of Sea Witch, although it has a spinner in it uh, or wow. a, a spinning disc in it, I believe. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I mean, Sea Witch, don't get me wrong, it's a great
0: game. I really like Sea Witch, but well, it is it that great? <laughs> it's, it's not 10 grand great like. Yeah. And I wonder if this is—I uh, know this is side because we're here to talk about VR and Ferries, but I just wonder if this is the plan with Stern. That's how they're going to be doing their really old Stern electronic vaults. Um, They're going to be like getting power to reskin them and like put like a fifty thousand dollars price tag on them because people want them. People want people reskins. Want yeah, but are oh, not reskins. People want the old games back. Like
1: they well, want, here's like, the funny thing: people want these hyper expensive machines. They've been requesting that there mm. be these uber expensive and to me it reminds me it's the people that love doing kickstarters it's like what's wrong with you why do you want to spend mm. more money than is necessary i don't get it um because that means they can tell their friends well wow, i have a ten thousand dollar pinball machine surely status that is yeah awful. it is it is bragging rights now uh, yeah. the earl of ego <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so back to back to my whole point was there's only four tables within Stern Pimble Arcade that, that you can tokenize or that berries. Have, that would have an LE version. Mm-hmm. Here's the you cannot purchase the LE version. What? You can purchase the premium version. You cannot purchase the LE version. The only way to get the LE version and again, all this is is just changing art, right? It's not yes. anything else. It's just a matter of changing art. The only way you can do that is by buying it with gold bars no oh. now <laughs> within the game you don't earn gold bars you earn tokens
0: okay mm-hmm. multi-tiered
1: t- smurf berries my favorite type it takes one thousand tokens to buy one bar of gold uh-huh
0: it takes 40 gold bars to buy one table right i remember the, no, I, I, takes- I picked that out i actually- picked that out in the it's in the 40- interview
1: that he was doing no, it, it's 40 gold bars for all the other Stern Tables. It's 50 gold bars for these. For one table. Or something like that. I don't know. I, maybe, I, maybe I'm wrong. It might be 30 and 40, or it's 40 and 50. Anyway, anyway. Still, it's 40,000 coins. Right. So here's the thing. <laughs> Earning tokens, when you first start playing, is relatively easy because you get some for beating challenges. But the problem is, is once you beat the challenges... You can never earn tokens again from those. So, the one short only- way to earn tokens after that is posting high scores, but that means repeatedly having to beat your previous high scores. And there's some other contingency anyway, it's virtually impossible. Now, right. you can buy 12,000 tokens for $10. Right. So, In order to get the LE version, if you didn't want to go through all the hassles of earning, you know, grinding like crazy from what be an impossible number to even collect for one table, right? Let alone trying to do it for all four, you're going to spend about fifty dollars. Fifty dollars a skin, (laughs) and that's for one table. That's for one table. Two hundred
0: dollars for four skins yeah yeah Uh no, some, in some cases the the le models did actually have some variations in toys
1: in them i, I seem to remember that that the, the but premium it wasn't like but it's like if you look at ghostbusters right uh-huh. the ramps are, st- are both the same between premium and le and you know the the you know the spinners are all there. All the all the bits are st- are all there. Okay, fine. It's maybe a toy trim. looks different. It's just trim, but functionality is all the same. As opposed to you look at yeah. the pro version of Ghostbusters and it's wildly different. Yeah, true. I
0: I do seem to remember though that it's certainly in the ACDC um like era of tables, their ACDC Lucy or their
1: ACDC um, premium. That is just a. Pr- it's just a different paint scheme. Uh, oh, yeah, I thought that was because with ACDC in- the big difference between pro and everything else was the lower playfield. Pro didn't have the lower playfield. Yeah, that's true. So that's yeah. why Stern. There, Stern is literally the le is just so you can have a plaque on the front of your table that says number eighteen of five hundred
0: and have the the apron signed by Gary Stern. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's right. I, I just I was just wondering because I thought that in the LEs, there's some LEs that actually had different like slightly different mix or something like that. No, and then your and then your trans light will be different and your side art will be different. But that's it. So it was just literally just the 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 art package. Yes. Yes. Yeah right. That's what I'm saying. It's skins. Four skins. Four skins
1: (laughs) (laughs) for two hundred bucks. Accurate. Yeah. Uh, and and it's a complaint that has suddenly popped up in the forum to which Oh, one of the guys, one of the Farsight, Matt, who had, doesn't have anything to do with, with, he has, he termed it, he goes, I'm completely isolated away. I don't know a thing that's going on with Stern Pimble Arcade. And to which Somebody commented, boy, that's pretty amazing considering how, how many employees are actually at Farsight. You can be mm-hmm. completely left out of the loop of something like that. Um, yeah. The fact but... that,
0: well, it's probably the only actual game that you're producing now. <laughs>
1: so let's be so serious the comment mm-hmm. was oh we might have to look into that and readjust it you think uh,
0: yeah probably
1: odds of that happening next to none
0: yeah <laughs> well, yeah we do we totally love to do indiana jones the same <laughs> the same <laughs> statement
1: so yeah it, it it's one of those things where it's just like they're they're dangling the carrot and yeah you're gonna put in some time thinking that oh this is totally doable and then you realize it ain't doable in the least and it is pretty insulting that they won't let you just buy that version of the table instead or of buying the just, premium version buying i'm gonna buy the le version uh they need to
0: make it like if it was fair they need to make the cost of the table the same price as like to, to buy it outright the same price as Doing it through the free method, so like there, there needs to be equality there in the way they're pricing. Like,
1: well, it just needs to be: so hey, like, if you want the LE version, you pay ten bucks. If you want the premium version, you pay ten bucks. bucks. Yeah. If so, you want both, you pay twenty bucks. I think ACDC they have three different skins.
0: Oh, do they? Oh, cheese! Because they got ACDC Lucy, they got ACDC um, Rock Case, or whatever it is. They've got the other one and the regular yeah. one.
1: Yeah, that's And just... more to the point, why aren't they offering the pro versions? I mean, I get that why would you want to play, no. but then again, there's plenty of tournaments that that's all you're playing on as a pro. So mm-hmm. wouldn't you want to maybe practice on the pro version and learn how the scoring is different on that?
0: Mm-hmm. Why yeah. isn't
1: that even an option? I don't get why that's not an option.
0: Because they only had the premiums when they were doing the original batch of SPA, and they they made it call cool to only do premiums um, when they were first doing it that i remember because that's what they said yeah well they only have a big premiums or le's in the in the spa
1: so far side being short-sighted got it yeah Um, yeah
0: well i don't know i don't think i particularly (laughs) like to play the pro because let's be honest the pro of acdc is junk um
1: but have you ever played the pro of game of thrones compared to the premium well yeah i have played the pro uh, is better pro pro actually is better but you know this (laughs) is not a problem
0: because then there's no game of thrones in the collection true through. and I don't know, look I, if I was this this is not being applied we should be clear, this model is not being applied to any other TPA or pinball title that Farsight is producing right. at the moment let's put that caveat Instead, out there we
1: have a stagnant Stern Pinball Arcade on the PC uh, yeah, which is
0: basically the only reason why you even want
1: to open it is because it has
0: direct um, game code and not emulated right. game code which is nice, but... You're going to throw your controller at the screen when you try and navigate to that game. Because it's Um. literally impossible to navigate. Well, you can make it work, but you also hate yourself for doing it. Yes, exactly. Um. So so you go back to the the less suck experience in the main TBA game. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm I'm just at the point where I'm not going to cut these guys much slack anymore because I could see what can be done if you actually have... um, If you actually care. I'm going to put it out there.
1: So you actually care. Speaking of, mm. I've been messing around with the Zachariah pinball, uh, game. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why I've been messing around with it some more and I'll get into that in a moment, but, mm. uh, as I'm navigating around now, look their their UI needs some work too. There's too much information. You don't know where to look. Basically, you wind yeah. up missing things, and that's what happened to me. I I was going through the various segments, and I open up this one box, and there was all these. There was ten tables that were locked, and I went, well, "What are these?" And I mm-hmm. kind of look, and I'm like, "These none of these are for purchase. They're just locked, and you have to do achievements in order to unlock them." And I went, "Oh no," because <laughs> I'd just been hearing about Stern People Arcade. Yeah, and. So I contacted Mart, who we interviewed a few podcasts ago. I said, what's the deal with these achievements? How do you how do you do them? He goes, oh, well, it's real simple. Just when you open up a table and you push play across the top of the the board, it says play classic or you can do a 90 second challenge or lamp chaser. There's like basically modes. Okay. And by completing those modes, you earn achievements. And then, but also you can select the achievements tab down at the bottom. It tells you what achievements you have yet to do within the game. And uh, so it's kind of like doing the standard goals and wizard goals in uh, TPA, except for each table probably has anywhere in the vicinity of 35 to 45 achievements that you can do. So... Those are how you earn your achievements per table, right? Okay. So by earning 150 achievements, you unlock your first table. By earning 300 300 achievements, you unlock the next table. The final table in the batch requires that you've earned a total of 1,500 achievements. Which is everything. That's it. That's earning... What do you mean everything?
0: Yeah, that's basically every one of those gains of that
1: option available. You've got to like... No. Complete them all. No, because there are over three thousand achievements available within exactly three thousand. Wow! Okay. So you literally only have to do fifty percent of the achievements in the game, and you'll unlock all ten of those. Okay. Okay. So totally doable. That's fine. That's just That's time. Fine. It's just yeah, putting in time. time. Good. So how much would you pay to not have to put in time and just be able to unlock them outright?
0: Mm, I think. So I just to like fast forward time. yeah. Uh, 20 bucks. How
1: does about four dollars grab you? Four bucks. Yes, that's it. That's it. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> so there you this. go. Yeah. That folks, is good giving good customer experience. That's
0: amazing.
1: because like,
0: so I don't have to grind this. I can just get access to these tables no, down. And
1: yeah. the thing is, is the grinding, it's not that I'm having to grind every table to death. It's I can only have to grind each table fifty percent of the way,
0: and that's that's actually really achievable. Though, so it's right?
1: it's achievable. It's still maintaining fun. It's not it's not saying you have to earn all twenty six tokens of safecracker. Safecracker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine how much that IAP would be to unlock. <laughs> right <laughs> in Smurf land. Geez. Right. So oh, that's no. that's what we're talking about. Where it's much better customer experience. Yeah. Where the you can still have fun and earn achievements or you can be like i don't got time for this i just want to play these tables and pay your money and go
0: usually four bucks i mean yeah i guess they had to put some value on it though they probably would have just gone look you know if you want you can go down the path of earning these or you can just have them yeah and i guess they had to put some value on not having to earn them right i mean maybe it would be that if for some people, if it was like if you spend the money to unlock it, you don't get a badge or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. If, you, if you pay the money to, un- if you don't pay the money and you earn it, you get an extra badge and an sure. extra achievement. And for some people, that will be motivation enough to go, yeah, I'm going to do do it the, the hard way and actually get the sense of achievement. So but some people just don't care.
1: Here's what came as a surprise to me as I was, I picked a table, I picked uh, Pinball Champ 83 to, to try and do achievements. I wanted to see how difficult is it to actually earn achievements? Mm -hmm. How fast can you build them up? Well, while you're playing these modes, okay. for instance, Lamp Hunter. Mm -hmm. It's kind of actually cool. It lights up a series of inserts, and as your ball rolls over the insert, it goes out. You have to roll the ball over all the inserts. If you do that, congratulations, you've won the mode. That's awesome. So they've actually put detection on the inserts. Yes. How cool is that? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, there's another one that it's uh, uh, basically it goes, you need to hit these two drop targets. Mm-hmm. All of the drop targets will be down. These will be the only two that are standing. And they've got a light on them. So you know exactly where they are. Yeah. As soon as you knock down those two, it'll be like, now you need to hit the, uh, the spinner 10 times. And only that oh, yeah. general illumination light is on near there. So what I found kind of helpful was because on this particular table, there's an upper play field. I could not for the life of me figure out how to get to this thing. I didn't know where the right. shot was because, let's face it, the Zachariah tables, they're a visual mess. That yeah, they are a woman? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so all of a sudden it came to where it was like, launch a ball up to the second play field. And there, the inserts were lit like a landing strip going, oh. shoot here. And, I w- and the thing is, I'd shot there before. I didn't realize it was just a metal scoop that basically the ball plops up on. Yeah. Because I'd hit it, but apparently I hadn't hit it perfect. And so I thought it was a dead end. Ah. So now I know, oh, I just have to keep on trying to shoot it. Eventually I shot it, made it up there. I was like, boom, I know. So it taught me the shots on the table. Now that table is so much more enjoyable to just play in regular mode. because you learn something. You learn as I learned something. So again, beneficial. I'm guessing that that's not the way it is with earning achievements in certain pinball arcade VR. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> so uh, again, here we go. Customer experience. It's it's so much more there, present. It's they have you, the gamer, in mind instead of we, the accountants. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah,
0: Or let's work out a way to actually sustain the studio now, right? Because well, yeah, we <laughs> we kind of lost our main revenue stream.
1: So I do wanna I mean, look, I'll throw it out there, folks. If you are a Stern Pimple Arcade VR player and you've been earning tokens, let me know. What is what clip are you earning them at? Send us an email, mm-hmm. blah blah blockade at gmail dot com. I wanna know what your experience is. Um you can also contact us at blockade on Twitter. Uh, maybe I mean, are we in the wrong? Are we not thinking clearly on missing this missing something yeah. yeah like
0: we could we totally have no run. way of
1: testing it ourselves and my friend honestly is not a very good pinball player but that's what he's saying the problem is is that he's already hit a wall just on the free tables he's already hit his wall and he can't get past it um so i mean for for
0: it depends on the type of audience you want to target really and really the type of audience you want to target is literally everybody not yeah. a specific like channel of audience yeah. So, you know, you want to make the ability to unlock the tables and actually have fun with the game. Because the thing is, if you're not having fun with the game, you're not going to play it. Right. And therefore, no one's going to be spending money in your app. Right. So the idea with in-app purchases is to get the balance right. Yeah. And the Smurfberries, there's a classic example of Smurfberries, which you may remember me talking about. Um, and it was a game called Skyforce on... Um, on android now sky force is one of those shoot 'em ups um plain shoot 'em ups and it was single currency stars you collected them in the game you got plenty of them and you if you wanted to unlock um your ships or upgrade your weapons which you really had to do in the game you would just you could literally go through replay the levels on the higher difficulties because the higher the difficulty the more stars you get mm-hmm. so you just go play the earlier levels that you can pretty much do it with your eyes closed and grind your way through, to get stars, no worries at all. You'll get there eventually, but you know you could buy a stars pack for something like dollar ninety nine, and you get ten thousand stars. That was enough to pretty much upgrade one weapon tier and have a bit of change left over. So you know, I happily purchased some stars from that game to upgrade the some weapons, and had no problems doing it because it was fair, it was well priced, and I didn't feel like I was being ripped off because it was very upfront in right. the way they presented the, the pricing tier. But this multi-tiered rubbish that <laughs> that basically it is multi-tiered rubbish that Farsight's put into this title um, would be an instant turn off for me if I had um a VR headset. There are plenty of other titles out there on Steam that I would prefer to spend my money on. Yeah. I'm just, it is just the ultimate turnoff for a customer when you insult them with this type of pricing model. It is dumb business.
1: Yeah. So there I mentioned there, there was a reason why I was putting a little more time into Zachariah, mm-hmm. um, And it, it's, it's hard when I really want to play some of these end tables right now. Um, mm. But I wanted to get familiar with uh, certain aspects because their next remake table is called Stars Phoenix. Oh yeah. And I'm going to be doing all the call outs for it. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Nice. So, I wanted to find out uh, what now I've got a whole list that I'm going to have to do recordings for and um I am it's not going to be this voice that you're hearing. I'm actually going to be doing a character voice for it, but um, yeah, I want to familiarize myself a little bit more with what uh, what to expect out of that and stuff. Cool. Um, and uh, yeah, so that'll be coming soon. <laughs> so that should go be soon. That should be fun. That should be fun. Um, all right. So we've covered Stern Pinball Arcade. We've covered covered uh, Zachary Pinball. Now let's go into Zen Pinball, where the honeymoon has worn off for a couple of people. Mm. Um, basically, everybody oohed and odd over their initial plays. And now there's some people that are... This has nothing to do with the censorship of the tables. This has to do with the physics on the tables. Most of the complaints seem to be centered around fishtails and junkyard. Junkyard is one of those tables that I don't think most people have ever gotten their hands on. And so they're... It's hard for people to go, hey, is this really how it's supposed to play? Versus, it doesn't feel right. The doesn't feel right part is hitting the center shot all the way up the top of the play field, uh, bashing the wrecking ball and getting past it for multi-ball. Yeah, It's not an easy shot. Like I, I, I remember playing
0: this game in the arcade that it's a long, hard shot to get Yeah, um, repeatedly.
1: And what the complaint is, is that where the ball is coming off on the flipper that it seems like you're having to flip it way early, much earlier mm. than you normally would. And it's the same thing with Medieval Madness. In order to hit the, the castle, it's a quick quick flip from capture as opposed to when we were playing it in Pinball Arcade where it was let well, the ball oh, roll down to about the middle of the yeah. flipper and then you'd flip up. Yeah. So there's been some questioning about that. The bigger questioning is with fishtails, what are you allowed to backhand? Because a lot of people are saying that they should be able to backhand the monster fish, uh, lane on the left flipper, on the left, yeah, left flipper to the left orbit. Mm, okay, and the same should be true for the extra ball on the right side. Um, I okay, believe so- I believe we're able to backhand that relatively, not I shouldn't say easily, but it's definitely doable. But backhanding the monster uh, orbit. Monster fish orbit. That's where people are saying it's impossible. So I had to go at it, and I only had a couple of times where I actually was able to do it. It's possible, but I don't think it's consistently possible. More yeah. often than not, you're backhanding either into the slingshot or uh, up the uh, the boat ramp. Yeah. Um, but I've have had instances of it going. So I know it's possible. It's just kind of, and that's another complaint that some people have been having with Zen is that there's this weird variance. There's like this not consistent shot thing. Well, to me, that falls into the the category of, yeah, your flippers get heated up, or the ball is spinning, or there is these variances. It's called physics, people. Yeah, you play any real pinball machine. You're Uh not going to be able to do the same shot Consistently over and over and over again. It's just not gonna happen. Um but so there's that complaint, and then there's the complaint of oh, it's so steep and oh it's the ball just is so fast, and oh it's 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 uh so hungry on the outlanes. <laughs> and welcome to pinball. Well real pinball. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. And oh the, the one that kills me. Was oh, I read one word, they're like, okay, fine, live catches in in TPA uh, were a little too little too easy, to which I say, like, that you could do it every single time. Um, <laughs> they were, railroad- were actually railroaded to a particular part of the flip Right. And they go, but I can only get it, like, maybe once every 30 times in, in Zen. Yeah. Try doing it in real life? <laughs> right. I've tried doing it in real life. I can But it literally takes me, you know, 20 tries before it finally happens. dial
0: yourself into the way the flippers work on the machine
1: and the way it's set up. I certainly can't do it two times in a row. I guarantee you I can't Mm -hmm. do that on a real machine. I don't have that level of talent. And there's the other thing. They'll go, well, I was watching Keith Elwin play on a, a Papa video, and he was easily able to do this. He's Keith freaking Elwin people. (laughs) <laughs> yeah if, if he, it was easy stuff everybody it's... would do it and everybody would be a top pinball player Yeah, <laughs> you know and, and so when i got my eight ball deluxe i threw on his papa video and i watched yeah. it because i was like guy hitting the the eight drop target really difficult for me and i watched him do this trick using the right flipper where he just did a real quick tap It sent the ball back up the in lane and then came up and from it rolling, he dropped the flipper and then knocked it and it did this perfect backhand into the eight target. And he was able to do that thing over and over and over again. I'm like, oh my God, there's the key. Let's do this. So I go out to my machine. I try. No matter how hard I tried, I couldn't even get the ball to go back up into the in lane. It just wasn't happening. I'm like, okay what's the deal well soon after i got new rubber and i waxed the play field Uh suddenly i was able to get the ball up the in lane so Uh i'm like sweet now i'm gonna be able to do this yeah it turns out it's also still ridiculously hard to do (laughs) (laughs) i think i've achieved it like twice maybe and it was pretty pretty much on accident Um, and then you you lost lost the ball because you
0: were so surprised (laughs) that
1: you actually did it (laughs) oh yeah because if you've played a ball deluxe having the ball drop down from that lane Is a lot of times a center drain unless you nudge it right when it's exiting. Yeah. So yeah, that's it's just killing me seeing some of these people's comments where it's just like it's not supposed to be easy, folks. It's difficult. The problem is you've had seven
0: seasons of it being easy. Yeah. And now you're actually getting a reality check. So So
1: I actually started this whole experiment by playing Fish Tales in Pinball Arcade. Mm Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to do a backhand up the monster fish ramp every single time I backhanded into the stand-up targets, which yep. seems it's near impossible. Way, way. It's way too obtuse, that angle. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. So I was having a hard time just getting it up into that lane, and I never did. I played the game a couple of times, never did. I got it. As opposed to, I actually got it in Zen. Uh-huh. So, go figure. The other thing is, it's... The once you've played Zen's version and then you go and try and play TPA's version, it's so unnatural in TPA. The ball is so weird in how it floats and how it Mm -hmm. moves. It just, it, my timing was suddenly way off. It just didn't work at all for me as opposed to then I went into Zen. I was like, no, this feels natural. This feels like I'm standing in front of a pinball machine flipping this thing. It really did. So I, again, it's how much does Zen need to cater to that customer experience? Well, they did, folks. And this is the other thing. If you have a complaint about how you're playing a table, please specify what version you're playing. Are you playing in Zen single-player mode? Are you playing in classic arcade mode? Are you playing in classic tournament mode? Yeah. It makes a difference. Um, it actually, well, yeah, a completely different physics model. So, yes, you need to right. be specific. Yeah, Because if you just put it, I can't do any of this in fishtails, which one, which yeah. version. And then we can actually test it and then you can actually file a proper uh, bug report Bug report, and they can actually work on it and things well, can at least progress. It. For it. If you go, I can't flay yes. the fish tails. then right. it's like they're not going to do anything about it at all. So I was trying to do a dead catch in fishtails. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do it. But I was able to do that, what do they call it, a, a drop catch? Where yeah. it, as it comes, you just let the flipper go limp and then and it, it just slows flips. and rolls. Yep. The problem is, is, then I couldn't get the timing of immediately flipping it again. <laughs> yeah. Because it's was like a really did. Drop Oh, it, you, it was really difficult. Going. I just center drained every single time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the ball didn't bounce. It it caught and, and then just rolled. It just <laughs> so, stalled and, and dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's some crazy skills.
0: This one thing I'm going to be looking forward to actually trying out for really real when Star Race actually has its boards in it. Like actually doing flipper tricks on a real pinball machine in my house. Yeah that's gonna be fun
1: yeah um, it's it's different when you don't have to plop quarters in and you're actually able to or just have the glass off and you can just yeah. constantly the drop ball. the ball in the proper spot and go oh hey oh, oh in practice <laughs> yeah
0: you don't have to let the machine set it up for you and you can actually sort of get the feel of it right because that's the hardest part if you get the feel right with the stage environment then it takes you, you might have 80 percent of it right when you're actually right. playing it on when the ball is wild so that helps you right, to actually dial it in, but yeah, you know, it, then you go to an arcade and you don't have the glass um, off and you have to actually spend a five plays or something like that, working out how the table works before <laughs> you can do it. Yeah, So, you know, it's, it's not easy. You can see why people who are really keen about tournaments and stuff will go to the tournament venue an hour or two hours earlier and start playing games on the tables to mm-hmm. learn how they feel so that when tournament time comes around, they know what to expect. Whereas me, I just walk up there and do one game and then go, okay, well, that was my game next game. And <laughs> so I, I pay very little care about, you know, what the the table's doing. I think if you get someone like Keith Elwin or something like that, they don't need a warm up because they can adapt on the fly. Yeah. And I'm not saying they'll, they'll adapt
1: within those three balls of their playing. It's, I've seen it happen. It's amazing. Yeah. Where, where it's just like, you get all excited because they blow their first two balls. You know, like you're playing against this person, and the first two yeah. balls are terrible. And you're like, yes, they are mortal. And then they get the third ball, and you're like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: just, it's just like, oh, okay, so that's what the tilt's doing. Okay, and that's what the rake is doing on the table. Cool. Yeah. All right.
1: Well, it, it's just like, what switch did you just hit? Because that's not fair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. True. Well, yep, yeah, there you go.
1: Yeah, so, I I, I think it's hard.
0: Let's go to the mall.
1: <laughs> it is one of those things where I just wonder, you know, at what point are are people going to just accept uh that this is the new normal with with Zen.
0: Yeah. But well, they're just gonna have to. It probably won't take them long because then they'll just start to the thing is that They'll start playing these games, they'll hate them for a bit, and then they'll start getting used to it, and it'll click with them, and then right. they'll start to be able to blow it open. Right. Because it'll just feel like and from what we've seen to date, the physics is going to be pretty consistent. So they're not going to change much per table. Um, it seems that the flip, the flipper models on most of the the core pack that were released seem pretty consistent. Um, right. So that aspect, at least, which is arguably probably the most important, um, is going to be pretty consistent between tables. So, who knows? Like, what's going to happen?
1: But hey, Jared, uh, I just I just learned something. What'd you learn? Um, that uh, people are chatting at watching the YouTube live, and I didn't have that chat window open. all right (laughs) hello everyone well it's difficult to i don't know maybe i got to figure out if there's a way of having it uh on our dashboard or because without actually opening another window for youtube playing i don't know i mean there's a group chat screen um, that we can see for Google Hangouts, but not for... Yeah, for Google Hangouts. For you. Oh, so YouTube Live I mean, is like YouTube a... Live is, has their own chat, but there's been people have been talking it up and going, We can hear you. How come you're not responding? Sorry, folks. I <laughs> didn't even think to open up YouTube the Live and, session. The live yeah. session. Yeah. I wonder uh, if we can, because we're using essentially YouTube Live is
0: like the the encoder, let's call it. Because, you know, with YouTube Live, you can actually use X XVid or whatever it is, um, or all the other like Twitch broadcasting software. As your encoder but we just choose google hangouts yeah. on air because it's it's easy and we don't have to worry about hardware or software yeah. it just does it all for us and it's quite quite good um but yeah i think youtube live if you're using the encoder it will actually or like one of the the twitch encoders it will bring in all the chats into the one interface for you so we're just using we're using the easy option which is why we're missing your comments so sorry about that
1: well it's funny too because the second i loaded up the uh, the youtube it started talking at me and I was like, wait, wait, no, now I'm getting this weird echo going on. I can't have that. So, <laughs> well, it, the way you do that is you,
0: you close that hangout window, I guess. And then you use the YouTube live one. Maybe there's a way to launch the hangout for you through the YouTube live. And then I'd
1: join on Google hangouts on there. I don't know.
0: We'll have to investigate this. We will. This is a problem for another
1: day. <laughs> <laughs> that it is. Cause we pretty much, uh, we've, we've hit our time limit. Well, yeah. our, our fake time limit. We have no time limit, but we're not we're, one of those two-hour podcast people. No, <laughs> we're not. we not to be. No. So, All right. Um, so keep your eyes open. I think this week I should have that post up regarding the microcab. Um, so hopefully people get a look at that, and I'll kind of break down everything that's going on with that. Um, that'll be on our website, which is blockadepinball.com slash episodes, which got a nice nice eye roll from my friend who is web savvy. He's like, what the hell is that? So then I had to explain the whole medium fiasco of us not getting our own URL. (laughs) That's right. He's like, he goes, he goes, I'm going to buy that URL so then you guys have to charge, or I can charge you an exorbitant amount of money for it. And he looked it up and apparently somebody already has. (laughs) Unless you have.
0: what blockade com?
1: no just blockade.com a blockade.com
0: yeah oh i don't know i haven't
1: bought it yeah somebody did <laughs> okay good, good on them good on them we ain't we buying it from you we don't <laughs> care
0: because the reason why we changed the blockade pinball is because we weren't getting very good seo from just blockade right so they can have the really crappy seo version
1: of our our <laughs> name that's fine by us <laughs> <laughs> Please enjoy. Oh, uh, all right. Um, beyond that, we already mentioned it, but uh, why don't you go ahead and follow Jared and I uh, on Twitter? Jared is at JaredMorgs. I am at Shut Your Traps. Have you gone to redbubble.com yet? Go to redbubble.com, search Blockade. That's B L A H C A D E. Up will pop up products. Now, you might only see two products when you first. Uh, do that. Just go ahead and click on them and then you can go ahead and navigate to our store and there you're going to find that we have four different versions of our logo available. Um, One in black, one in white, and then one with the circle in black and one with the circle in white. And you can go ahead and slap that on all sorts of merchandise, picking your colors of merchandise. And that merchandise includes mugs, shirts, uh, stickers, mobile device covers, whatever, basically uh, we get a small percentage cut of that and that will go towards us being able to uh, host this podcast on our servers. Because uh, we get those fees every now and then, it's not fun. Um, yeah, it's fun. And then we've also had people asking, uh, which <laughs> our friend Greg at Spacey's Arcade. Greg, thank you very much. Greg uh, passed along a donation to us uh, via PayPal. Basically saying, Chris, I want you to finish your micro cab so that you get addicted, and then go ahead and build a full uh, virtual cab. <laughs> so
0: basically, gateway
1: drug. Um, for Greg. What he was doing? Um, so no, we are not on Patreon. I don't. Uh, no, not even because still- the thing
0: is with Patreon, we'd have to work out content you'd actually want to subscribe for, right? And <laughs> we're flat out producing the podcast each week, so you know to. Oh I mean, you could subscribe, but you get the same is the same um, content as yeah. everyone else did.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, if you do enjoy the show and you feel like contributing, uh go to our website, like I said, blockadepinball.com slash episodes. There is a uh, ways to donate to the show tab. You can do that. Uh Jared will need to update that because it has our old T shirt website on there currently at represent.com. We're not oh, yeah. have that one. That's right. um the actually the um yeah, the thing. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do it but well. uh, and, but go ahead, and that way, if uh, yeah, you want to show your support, there's various ways of doing that. And in the case of Greg, he specified uh, what he donated that it needed to go straight to the microcap, so that'll happen. Greg, don't worry. Okay. Um, the money's already spent. It's already spent. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I think that about. Oh, and email if you did want to email us. And again, if you have any. Uh, experience trying to earn those tokens and gold bars in Stern Pinball Arcade VR. Uh, we want to hear about that. Uh, email is blah blah blockade at gmail.com. All right, I think we've uh, we've hit all the posts that we are supposed to hit. We will be back again next week. Uh, Who knows what that show will be about? But it'll be about something, and it'll have to do with pinball, and we'll probably also mention something about something that isn't pinball because that's how we roll. That seems to be the general premise of the (laughs) show at the moment. So yeah, let's stick with that. All right, let's stick with that. All right, folks, uh, we'll we'll figure out uh, how to get the YouTube comments uh, so that we can comment on them live next time too. Maybe that'll be better Uh, now that we know that people are watching it that way. Until then, have a good week. Like later. Bye bye. See you later. WizardAmusement.com. The site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. WizardAmusement.com. Sales, restoration, customization.
0: Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blockade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening and play some pinball.